Peace, everybody. So you guys know by now that I'm not always just recording just to just record and just, you know, talk to see myself talking. But every once in a while, um, there's a situation that's going on or that's happening where we have to actually have a conversation about it. Just posting about it is just not enough. There's just too much to hash out and too much to unpack. Um, so then I get on and I record. Um, lately, what's been happening is the outrage, the social media outrage that many of our people are expressing because of the execution of Ahmad Arbery. And, um, you know, that's a normal feeling, right? To be outraged. But we really, really need to stop being reactionary, right? We know that racism, aggressive racism is here. It never left. We know that there are white people who will not think twice to pull the trigger on you. They never stopped thinking that. But yet, when we see these psychic violence images, this murder porn shared and reshared, is when we want to mobilize and react um, the most. So that is just showing that, yes, we are very reactive people um, and we need to stop. We need to stop being reactive um, and we not need to stop being delusional as well. When I say stop being delusional, I mean to really just take a good analysis on the situation that you're in, the position that you're in, who your enemy is, the position of your enemy, and how you can strategically plan to deal with them and not just some reactionary social media excuse me social media post is not going to go anywhere you know it's not going to go anywhere it never goes anywhere it hasn't gone anywhere since Trayvon Martin since Mike Brown people have been saying oh we're going to demand justice you know or else or else what because that's what these people are saying or else what you cannot make a demand on anybody not your friend, not your employee, you know, not your coworker, without some means to enforce a demand. A demand is a demand because of enforceability. Okay? So what are you going to do to enforce your so-called demand on the system, the justice system, if you don't have any way to enforce it. It's not a demand. It's a request. It's a suggestion. Stop being delusional. You cannot demand anything if you cannot enforce it in life. Okay? So we need to just understand our positioning again in the system. There's nothing wrong with the system. The system was built to work how it's working. There's nothing wrong with it. It's working fine, actually. Okay, so we need to also understand that we cannot keep going to the same system that was part of the entire apparatus and asking them for justice or to make things right, hoping and praying that things are going to be made right, getting upset, you know. Just, we got to just be realistic and stop being delusional about our position. Okay, so... That's the first thing that I want to just say. 
Stop being reactionary and stop being delusional. Stop thinking that you can make demands, demand justice without enforceability because you can't. Okay? And also, right now, energy is the most valuable commodity. I cannot trust that enough. We are in the middle of an economic freefall. Meaning nobody is able to even measure the bottom of this thing yet. Right? And everybody is like a bunch of, you know, just kind of toddler-minded and not being focused and looking left to right and every little thing that happens, giving it their energy. The way that you measure and you control where you give your energy is you measure the productivity of the action that you're about to engage in. That's how it works. So how do you measure productivity? Is productivity the same thing as being busy? Is the same thing as being active? No, productivity is results-based. It's measured by the results that you're going to get from your input of energy. Posting outrage on social media, it might feel good emotionally, but it's not productive. You know that, that there's nothing that's really going to come out of that, right? And people say, oh, well, we need to raise awareness. Most people by now, they know, okay? They know what the situation is on both sides of the fence. And so if you're raising awareness, it cannot be possibly for white people because they just don't give it. They just don't care. And if you're raising awareness, most black people already know. They know. So it's not a productive act. You're in the middle of an economic freefall. And you need to conserve all of the energy that you can. And not misdirect it into things that are not productive. The second thing that I wanted to also talk about was, I mean, these, these activism and initiatives is starting to sound like, you know, like 2000s Jamaican dancehall music, you know? It's like always some, what they got now, sit down, jump up kneel down, run, now we, now we running with Ahmad, I mean, it's just ridiculous, like, I mean, you, you, I think we need to start realizing that many people use these deaths to propel themselves and feed their egos, and in a superficial way, making themselves feel like, hey, I'm out here doing something, join me with the run, and they gotta make sure they got the selfie cam out, you know, the selfie stick while they're running so you can see that they're running to nowhere. Just a run. Okay? And um, it's a non-productive act. So the influencers, and, and, and don't get me wrong, right? You can not have a large following. You can have like 100 people following you or whatever and be an influencer. It depends on how many people listen to you and take heed in what you say. So... You as an influencer in your social group, in your family, you have to be mindful and you have to be respectful of the non-productive activities that you engage and persuade others to join you in. 
if it's not going to lead to anything other than feeding some superficial aspect of your ego, don't tell people to meet you nowhere or join you anywhere or whatever. Like, what is it about? Is this going to get him the justice? Is this going to get him the retribution? What awareness are you raising and for who? White people of all people know exactly what's going on. And black people, with the advent of social media, I would say for the most part, they're aware. So we need to be mindful of where we're directing our energy. Always ask yourself, is this something productive? And always measure productivity based on output versus input. It's not productive. It's not helping anybody. You cannot make a demand if you cannot enforce it. You're not raising awareness. Everybody knows. Okay? So, obviously the question to you in your mind is like, okay, well, we're not supposed to be doing this. Then what what should we be doing? You know, somebody always needs to know what what should we be doing. And to me, I'm going to answer that question in a you know, in a strategic way and an ignorant way, right? The ignorant way is that we all know what to do when a black person offends us, right? We know what to do. We know how to act. We don't need instruction. We don't need directions. We don't need directives. We don't give a shit about consequences. We just want to kill that nigga. We want him dead, done, shoot up the house, shoot up the whole family, kidnap his son. We have a lot of violent thoughts towards each other over the slightest infractions, but we seem to be, not seem to be, we are, right? In a state of paralysis when it comes to dealing with our enemy. So it's not like you don't know what to do. You know what to do, but you just don't want to do it to who it needs to be done to because of social and psychological engineering that induce fear of them. And it's okay. If you're a grown black man, um, to come to terms with that fear and the fear of repercussions, it's okay. That's like engineered in you, right? And we need to start to break that down. We need to figure out how we're going to break down that generational fear of white men. That many, not all, but many black men have too many. So... That's the ignorant answer. You guys know what to do when it comes to black people. If somebody step on your, your toe, somebody scratch your car, you know what to do. So don't ask people about what should we be doing. You know what to do. You just don't want to do it to who it needs to be done to. The strategic answer to that is to be realistic. You have people that's like still daydreaming about the Haitian Revolution. And it was... A phenomenal event in history. We can say that, right? But times are different now, right? It's not 1804 anymore. And ask yourself, if there was an atomic bomb, right? During the Haitian Revolution, or there was some B-130 planes dropping some bombs, don't you think that they would drop those bombs on those people and end that war quickly? They would. Without a shadow of a doubt, they would. Okay, so we need to update our thinking and thinking context. 
and stop daydreaming about events of the past when technology and weaponry has advanced tremendously past that. There were not any atomic bombs. It was just almost equal firepower. This is a feat that could definitely have been done during that time. Now you're facing a different reality. It's very different. So stop talking about going to war. If you don't have similar weaponry or firepower, stop gassing up people about going to war and you don't even own a gun. Stop gassing up people about going to war and you own a gun, but you only got like two boxes of ammo and you don't have enough money in the bank to buy more because ammo has gone up 300% in price on most places that are normally checked since this pandemic. You're gassing up people you yourself are not going to go to war. If there is somebody that is going to go out, it would have been a hip job and you would have just heard of it. There is no point, black man, other than peacocking, to post yourself with a freaking weapon on social media like, oh, if it was me and mine, oh, I'm strapped. What the hell is, what does that mean? You're peacocking, dude. You, you're not going to do shit. And let's just keep it 100. You're not. You're not. You're gassing up yourself and you're gassing up people. Because if you were going to do something, it would have been done by now. So we need to come to terms with the fear. And we need to come to terms with the fear of repercussion as well. Do not let anybody gas you up about going to war that is not going to war themselves. This is not 1804. There are missiles, there are bombs, there are atomic bombs. Okay, there's biological warfare. There's chemical warfare. There's a lot, a lot of things that are different now. It will be, I mean, it would just be a mass killing if they wanted to do that. And am I telling you that to be scared? No, I'm not telling you that to be scared. I'm telling you that to be strategic. I'm telling you that to plan better, differently. Not running around outside with a bunch of AKs and two boxes of ammo thinking you're going to do something because you're not. You're not. Okay? I'm going to get back to this point. But I want to bring up another point on the people that are gassing up other people, they're not saying that they, they're going to go to war. They're not saying that they're going to retaliate. They want other people to do it, right? They're like, oh, black man, you, you got to get out there. And, you know, what's, what's wrong with the black man and all of these kinds of things. And um, <laughs> you guys did Michael Johnson dirty. Nobody posted the guy. He was like really a martyr. He was he was he was listening to that. He believed in that. Right? And he's not like posted. People don't want to be associated with him, like, oh, the feds are on him. I don't want to post him. I don't want to mention him. He went out there to y'all. He rode on the cops. And what happened? They blew him up. He did take some people with him, but they blew him up. Has anybody contacted Michael Johnson's family? 
to see how he's doing, to see if he has children that need anything. No. That's how y'all do. You want people to go out there, right? You want to emasculate black men and tell them go out there. And you don't understand that it's more than just going out there and just retaliation. You have to ask questions like, who's going to take care of this person's family? Not if, but when they kill him. Are you in a position to do that? And don't say we, okay? You, let's talk about you listening right now. If you've thought that people need to go out there and retaliate. If a brother goes out there, a sister, because, you know, some sisters, they with the shits. And they retaliate and they have to do 25 to life or, you know, they get killed. Are you in a position to take care of that person's family? Because that is what warfare is about. It's not just about the front lines. It's about the rear. It's about the supporters. We have not seen evidence of any black man, any black person put their life on the line for the cause. And their family was supported and taken care of. As a matter of fact, their families were neglected. So before you start making all these calls and all these demands... Let's really just deal with reality. Let's say a black man that has a a child, five, six years old, goes out there, retaliates. Maybe while he's escaping, he gets shot up, he gets killed or whatever. Um, Are you going to call the child once a week until he's an adult and remind him and tell him, you know, your father was a good good man. Are you going to check on the child and be like, hey, son, hey, nephew, how you doing? You got food? How you feeling? What you want to be when you grow up? See, there's, there's levels to it, okay? So I just want everybody to just stop all this social media peacocking if you're not on that level or you're not going to go to that level because you're just wasting energy and lack of productive activity. Because it makes you feel good. Okay? And you're gassing the people that don't know better. Gassing the people that maybe are new to this and they don't know how y'all do. How y'all do y'all writers. So what I can suggest is there are certain markers for warfare. Where we are at in warfare. That you need to listen for to know if it's productive right to know that if we can have some results because we need results now right and the number one thing that makes it difficult in North America is that black people here don't have access to resources resources matter resources is a tool of warfare not just to use in your your cause but to hold up against any opposition. So this is the thing that you have to listen to when you're talking about warfare as we're talking about 2020. Ask people, what resources do you have access to? Should our supply lines get cut off? 
What resources do you have access to that is important for the economic survival of the opposition that we can rally around and seize? Who is going to take care of the family of the falling? Who has the financial resources to take care of the family of the falling? And I'm telling you a series of questions and markers that you need to ask. Uh, this, these are not rhetorical questions. If nobody can answer that, then nobody should be gassing up anybody about any kind of warfare because it's just hot area blown. We need to talk resources. We need to talk tech. We need to talk STEM. We need to talk who's going to take care of the family. We need to talk about supply lines. And none of these conversations are being had. Okay. So how do we get from zero to 10? We get from zero, which is the individual, to 10, which is about resources, by making sure that the individual is in a good position. You as an individual, you have to understand the times that we're in, we're in an economic downturn. You have to make sure that you're in good mental health, good physical health, good financial health, and then you need to find somebody, right, a partner, that you can form the basic unit of a community with, which is a family, a healthy family, not that toxic shit. And then that family is going to go and form up with other families, and that is how we have community. And that is how we can have these conversations, for real, not the social media and ramble shit. You guys thinking that, oh, we're behind the bush. They can't see us. No, they're fucking looking at you from the satellite. They don't need to be like, you guys are still living in the 70s. You're not technologically advancing yourself. You don't need, you can be secluded. You can be secluded all you want to. They're looking at you from the sky, the satellite. And we also need to understand that the only time that we ever had success, right? Again, back to the Haitian Revolution, back to even Harriet Tubman, was guerrilla underground tactics. And the problem is that too many of y'all want to be that guy. You want to be seen as that person. You can't keep your fucking self off social media. Got to go live. Got to be seen. Got to be on the scene. If you want to be the person that is for the guerrilla warfare or whatever tactics, you got to deal with that part of yourself, that part of your ego that wants to be seen and cut it out and cut it off. Because that's the only way we've had minor success and not even sustained success. Just, you know, making some moves. And you have to look around and look for these markers in people. Somebody telling you we're going to overrun shit. We're going to do something. You got to be like, oh, is this person, they low or are or, or they like, they got to be on the scene. Because a lot of people say so stupidly and ignorantly, like, oh, they know everything we're doing. We got, no. If they knew everything, they would dismantle the CIA. Human intelligence is still the number one type of intelligence to collect. And every time you put yourself out there, and still wanting to be the, the Rambo person or whatever, you're compromising anything that you would try to do. 
So we have to deal with those parts of ourselves as well. So I know a lot of people are not going to like what I'm saying because they want to run out there. They want to gas up people. They know they're not going to do shit. They want to demand justice. They know that they can't enforce the justice if it's not, you know, delivered in the way that they feel like it should be. Right? But on a practical level, they cannot even support a basic war effort. I'm just talking about, like, ammo. I'm just talking about supporting the fallen, their families, their children. I'm talking about, like, food and water if they cut it off. I'm talking about resources. So what I'm saying is that right now, stop directing your energy to non-productive activities. Stop letting people emotionally trigger you with this murder porn and things that they're sharing of, of our brothers and sisters getting killed. Stay focused. The focus right now should be on yourself, self-development, so you can meet up with a good partner and form a strong family and meet up with other families and form a strong community and talk about these things in a goal-oriented, tangible way. Again, people keep talking about the Haitian Revolution. It was a 10-year affair. You might have to sit down and plan for 5 to 10 years. And I know that's a lot because a lot of our people are really impatient. And it's like a downfall to them. Can't sit down and plan. And be strategic. But that is what you need to be doing right now. If you know that you're not going to go out there. If you know that you're not going to support the family, there's no need to gossip people. We got to have our head on the swivel. We got to be focused. If you have a plan, stick with the plan. Don't let nobody, you know, kind of get you off track with some emotional trigger. This is not new. This didn't change since Trayvon Martin. It didn't change since Mike Brown. They've always thought this way. And you're going to see more of that too. When lower class white people feel economically threatened like they do now, there's always been a spice in black murders. The structure of slavery up till now was always the elite, then the slaves, then these illiterate lower class white people which are the majority. And anytime they feel threatened, they take out their anger on black people. It didn't go away, it hasn't gone away. But stop being unproductive. Stop going through the same cycles. Stop going on these fucking runs and these sittings and these kneel downs. Just now, soon y'all gonna bend over. I don't know what y'all gonna do next, but it's not productive. Self-development first, then family, then community, then these measurable, tangible plans. I'm talking about resources. I'm talking about supporting the fallen, war efforts, food and water supply lines, and code of conduct and enforcement. Okay, so thank you for listening, but I felt like I needed to reel in all of the energy that was going out for something that we knew. We know where it's going. We know where it's going. Peace.